This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom350.com. Triple eight seven two seven Beck, eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Apparently, even uh, John Stewart took note of the fact that the president of the United States probably should have been in in uh, Paris uh, over the weekend for the big rally, which you know has been, I, I guess, downgraded from four million people to one and a half million now. I think they had. I, I read that French press said three million, and then the official count was one point five million, whatever that means. They were saying uh, like Monday, which was. Way back yesterday? How old were you? Is it, I don't remember. It does feel like it's later than Monday. I'll give you that. <laughs> yes, it wow. does. Jeez. Anyway, they were, they were saying four million at first because it was the largest demonstration ever. And, uh, and I figured out it was, I don't know, seven or eight, nine percent of the of the uh, population in France. Because I was thinking France was 80 million, but it's only 66 million. So mm. they had four million. That's a huge percentage. But apparently it was only one and a half officially. Anyway. Everybody knows the president of the United States should have been at this massive, massive rally uh, for freedom and freedom of speech and the Western way of life. And, uh, hey, you know what? We're, we're going to say things that you don't like sometimes, but don't shoot us in the head for it. Uh, but he wasn't. And uh, so here's what uh, John Stewart had to say about it yesterday. And, of course, no grand show of liberty is complete without America, the country that invented freedom. That's why President Obama was there, kind of. front and center. No top-level U.S. presence here. No president, no vice president, no first lady, no former president. Where was the president? Where was President Obama? I don't know. How could Obama not be there? Look how many world leaders he could have bowed down to and apologized. <laughs> yeah. He missed an opportunity. How could the U.S. not be there? Couldn't Obama have at least sent a friend? Attorney General Eric Holder was in Paris. Okay, all right, there you go. All right, I'm sorry. I jumped to conclusions. Eric Holder, the top law official in the United States, our attorney general. I mean, come on, France. Holder's not good enough for you. You guys are only happy with la grand fromage. Although Attorney General Eric Holder was in Paris for counterterrorism meetings, he did not attend the march. What the f***? <laughs> a lot to make up for this. John Kerry said this morning he will go to France later this week. <laughs> You're sweet to be kidding me. His act never gets old. It just, it's, as fresh, it's as fresh as a daisy. 
He can do this 45 years from now. Yep. It'd still be fresh as a daisy because, man, that doesn't wear thin at all. It? It's like, I, I guess maybe to that audience, all of those jokes weren't telegraphed because they don't know any of the news stories. I don't know. It's like, how, I don't know. As soon as he gets into it, he's like, oh, as soon as he's gotten to the you know first exactly thing, exactly like, what he's going to do, right. how he's going to do it, when he's going to do it. Right. He's going to say the F word. It's going to be bleeped. But like this is this is what's frustrating about it, and this is maybe why I think his shtick is so bad. It's like you watch this show, and I guess if you're one of his his fans, you don't know any of these news stories, so all he of does, the jokes yeah. are punchlines. But to me, as soon as he says Paris, I know Obama wasn't there. <laughs> right. I know Holder was there but didn't attend. I know mm -hmm. John Kerry was going. I know all the punchlines. Because yes. I actually follow the news. Right. When the news is a magical surprise every day, you laugh at John Stewart. <laughs> I, 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 it's like it's and wait, but he made a funny face this time, yeah. Stu. I knew the news story, but he made a funny face <laughs> after one of the clips. <laughs> oh, oh God. Now, in his defense, though, I mean, he doesn't, if, if he only had, like, I don't know, 10, 12 writers... Yeah, on the show. He's like, like, yeah, right, right. Sure. He's got right. dozens more than He's that. got um, like 40 writers. Mm -hmm. I, That's unbelievable. When he wins awards. And they all come on. And they all come on stage. Exactly. The whole cast, the whole crew. It's like a Major League Baseball team. It is. It's probably bigger. It's probably more than that. It's more like an NFL football team. you got 80 people up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's embarrassing. What the I, heck? I, How do you have that many writers for that show? It's tough, too, because he's making, a, obviously, a completely valid point there. One that had been he made is. a thousand times before. He made it, but right. still, he made it, so I guess it's news. But it's just like the, like the delivery. It's like, why did the chicken cross the road? Everyone in their head says, well, to get to the other side. And he stops and he says, to get to the other side. And everyone laughs. And you're like, uh -huh. how does not everyone not know that? I know. That's a, it, I know. Like, but it's because when you speak to an audience that hasn't watched a news report or read anything on the Internet in 16 years, which is their entire mm -hmm. life, mm -hmm. uh, it gets a lot easier to get laughs from them, apparently. That's yeah. uh, an amazing clip. It's interesting, too, because, you know... Fox will be saying the same things about the president, mm. and then, and then, Stewart will take what they say about the president, and mock them, and ridicule them, and mercilessly poke them for saying some of the th same things. He's finally realizing now yeah, yeah. <laughs> that this guy's disinterested, that he that he doesn't care about this stuff, that he he doesn't show up for important events. All the points we've make, been making the last eight years, and now he's coming on board on some of them, and it's like, well. Thank it's okay God. for you to finally realize this, but when other people realized it a long time ago, uh, you mocked them. You mocked them. It kind of pisses me off. But uh, yesterday, Josh Ernest was asked about some of this stuff as well. And, I mean, it seems like journalists, uh, comedians, everybody's waking up to what's going on, uh, at least with this particular event and Barack Obama. You said the president personally wishes he, he would have liked to have gone. Uh, why didn't he? What was he doing on Sunday? We haven't gotten an accounting of what the president did Sunday. Yeah, I, I, I haven't spoken to the president about what he did yesterday. Well, I mean, so. You obviously prepared for this, and uh, you've said many times, the most transparent administration. What was the president doing? And I, I guess I prepared for a lot of questions today, but I did not prepare but, uh, no. for a question based on what the president, president was actually was doing. doing okay. Uh, uh, Attorney General Eric Holder was in Paris, and they put out a statement in his office saying that he had very important meetings. No one would counter that the counter-terror meetings were very important. One would assume that the French officials who attended those meetings, some of them anyway, probably went to this rally. And the Attorney General's office says that he had to get back to Washington on Sunday afternoon. That was one reason why he couldn't make the rally. Why couldn't the Attorney General? He was in that city. So there's no issue of 
security was already in place. How could he not attend? Yeah. And I'm not aware of the details of the uh, attorney general's schedule for yesterday. So he's not aware of, of anybody's schedule at any time yesterday. However, uh, according to one administration official, Obama was doing exactly what we said he was doing. Absolutely. According to an, an administration official, President, Obama's, President Obama spent part of his afternoon Sunday watching a National Football League game on TV. Both games were broadcast hours after the march. He was watching football. That's what he was doing. What's good is, well, football isn't broadcast all over the world, so if you want no, to catch no, those games, you've got to catch them right here. Um, I, I will say, too, I, it's hard for me to believe this, given the fact that he is the world's worst sports fan. Like, what? Mm. <laughs> it's, it's almost like he must have been doing something worse. Like, he must have been, you know, stabbing bunny rabbits with pencils. <laughs> because, what do you mean? What? This guy watches, he can't even name a player on his favorite team. I know. Well, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard, to, it's hard to believe. It, yes, it is. But, you know, one of the things that Ed Henry uh, mentioned yesterday is what, a, what an optics blunder this was. Uh, here are six of the president's biggest optics blunders over the last six months. Of course, maybe uh, main, the main one, at least the one we're focused on right now, is uh, skipping the Paris rally. Now, this particular story about the rally says 3.7 million, more than 3.7 million marched Sunday, uh, including 50 world leaders. U.S. Ambassador to France, uh, Jane Hartley, was the highest-ranking U.S. official among them. Uh, the Jane Hartley? The Jane Hartley. She was there? And then, and then people have the nerve to complain <laughs> about no high-ranking... Jane Hartley. Jane Hartley. Not another Hartley. No. That was Jane Hartley. Yeah. The... Okay. Let me make sure I understood that. There's a lot of Hartleys who right. are famous. Like if you got um, Evan Hartley, eh. Yeah. You know, but Milt Hartley. That guy's, but at the that top of all the oh, Hartleys, Milt even is. over Milt, is Jane. And she was there. So shut up. <laughs> shut up. Okay? <laughs> uh, the VA drive-by. This happened just recently, too, and it didn't get an awful lot of press, but somebody talked about it. Who was it that, that mentioned he was in... Uh, he was in town, and he actually drove by the VA hospital but didn't stop. Thursday, this happened. Last Thursday, Obama's motorcade drove, drove past the Phoenix VA hospital where the VA waitlist scandal began last year. Wouldn't it make sense for the president to stop by, say something, do something, acknowledge the veterans there? Nope. Uh, the move pr prompted a uh, barrage of criticism from Republicans who accused him of, you know, not being caring. Mm. Uh, how about uh, the golfing after uh, James Foley's death? You like that one? I do. James Foley's death. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember, of course, this photojournalist uh, who was beheaded. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Of course, uh, in, uh, by ISIS. And mm -hmm. uh, remember, and he, he left. He went. He was in Martha's Vineyard, mm -hmm. went to the press conference, standing there, made mm -hmm. the speech, left, got immediately into a car, and went to a golf course to golf. I remember that really well because we carried the uh, press conference uh, on yeah. Patton Stew. Yeah. And uh, then we found out a little while later, I, I don't know, it might have even been on the same show, that he went directly to a golf course yeah, afterwards. It was. Yeah, that's right. It was. And that, it was built up all day, like, okay, he's going to make this big statement about James Foley being beheaded. So, okay, this is going to be a somber thing. We want to probably cover it, and it's going to be a big deal. He says, like, eight words, leaves, goes golfing. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have gone. The yeah. optics of that were probably not great.
The sad okay. thing is we did find out that he went to the golf course uh, before the end of that show. And while, while it was ending and we were wrapping up the press conference, it was all like, man, he got out of there fast. He probably had to get to tea time as the joke. That's right. That wasn't even a joke. It wasn't it was even for a joke. real. Oh Accurate. It's unbelievable. Um, how about, uh, let's say you got uh, 300 people who die over the Ukraine in a jet crash. Right. Uh, how do you turn that into some profit for yourself? Uh, <laughs> the only way to do that, of course, is to immediately go fundraising. Um, mm -hmm. He went to a Democratic National Committee event in New York mm -hmm. that night. Yeah, you're a world leader, 300 people dead, and you are Jeez. raising funds. Uh, number five. So the, here's the optics so far that were uh, somewhat bad over the last six months. Skip the Paris rally. VA drive-by. He golfed after James Foley's death. The fundraising the night of the Malaysian jet crash. Number five, the moon landing anniversary. What could have been a welcome bit of positive news in a non-controversial event uh, became a transparency issue. On July 22nd, Obama met with the surviving crew members of Apollo 11 and Neil Armstrong's widow, Carol, to mark the 45th anniversary. But far from making it a big event, Obama refused to allow reporters and TV cameras into the meeting. Mm. Uh, only still photographers were allowed to see the event. Why would you do that? That's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, that's... Is it controversial? Because maybe you think, okay, I don't want to bring attention to this because the whole moon landing was faked. I don't want to... I mean, why would you? Yeah, I don't know. Why would you do that? Maybe uh, he had bad, bad hair day. Maybe uh, something of that nature. Uh, and then uh, he, you have a disease from Africa, Ebola, a terrible killing disease that comes to the United States. Everyone's worried: if, is it going to spread? Is it going to spread? The day that it does spread to the first person in the U.S. to get it, the first citizen to get it, uh, he played his 200th round of golf. <laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, he's not counting how many rounds of golf. Though, <laughs> That's so. a good point. Well, he didn't he need it to be golfing. a milestone yeah. round. He just <laughs> happened to hit 200 on that day. That's a good point, Jeffy. We should give him that break. By the way, the whole list is up on theblaze.com. Uh, you can check it out there. And oh, in fact, in this Unreal. list actually in July, remember when he, uh, I was trying to remember when it was. So it was July, so within the time period where mm -hmm. the motorcade held up the pregnant lady. In California, oh yeah, yeah. And she couldn't cross the street because of his motorcade. And that also didn't include the canceling the wedding to play golf. Right in Hawaii, hello. Yeah, we can we can make this list even bigger. We yes. need a, we need a sequel from the Blaze. <laughs> Definitely, that's it's that unbelievable. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to uh, coming up. Bad and stew. Triple eight seven two seven back. In case you didn't have enough incentive to hate the Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> I have more for you. Nice. Uh, you know, and maybe you don't. Maybe it's just me <clears throat> because, uh, well, the Green Bay Packers are playing them this weekend, and and of course, I I uh, really want the Green Bay Packers to beat the Seattle Seahawks. I we oh, are yeah. all Green Bay Packers fans now. Yeah, Je, suis sure. Packers. Je suis Packers. Je suis les Packers. And, and here's another. It is going to happen. It is going to happen because they've gone so. too far now. If, if freaking Rodgers were healthy, I'd at least they'd, they'd have a chance. <clears throat> That's I'm, true. I'm That's not, true. I'm not optimistic. I kept saying to my son as we were watching the game last weekend, eh, you can't beat him when he's going to have a gimpy leg. You can't beat Seattle like this. I mean, you can beat Dallas like this. You can't beat Seattle like this. No. So unless he makes a miraculous recovery, my hopes aren't high. But, you know. I want them so desperately to beat these guys. And here's another reason why 
uh, from Russell Wilson and uh, Richard Sherman. Hi, I'm Russell Wilson. And I'm Richard Sherman. Every day we step onto the football field, we're thinking about what we need to do to win. <clears throat> and also, what we need to do to keep ourselves healthy so we can keep doing what we do best. Uh -huh. When your health Ugh. or the game is on the line, nothing is more important than quality coverage. So make right. the right call. Right. Visit healthcare.gov oh and get covered. Got it. All I know is their receivers will be covered on Sundays. Ugh. Awful. Awful. You should lose the championship Ugh. because of that commercial. They should, take, they should just give Green Bay the Super Bowl. They should put them in from the NFC because yes. of that commercial. That's how yes. bad it is. First of That's all, it's, it it's just a terrible commercial. They what? do it terribly. And are you really trying to make the point that you two multi, multi, <laughs> multi millionaires <laughs> oh. are on Obamacare? Well, first of all, of course they're not. And of course they're not. And oh, to even geez. think that they're even paying for that health care yeah. is another thought. Jeffrey, they, walk us through the NFL's health care package, will you? <laughs> the health care package is they have doctors, <laughs> surgeons, mm -hmm. anything you need to make you the healthiest person that yeah. you can like, be. Even when in, you're even by when, the teams. Yeah. They've team yeah. doctors. Yeah. Yes. They're doctors for the team. Here's how good the health care situation is in the NFL. Even when you're not officially on the roster, they take care yeah. of you. Talk, 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 Tell us a little. Walk, us, us, through. walk us through how walk Elvis is through. Was he Elvis was situation. He was, um, you know, a part of the kind of on the team. He was yeah. not on the roster. No, he was not on the roster. No, because he got injured yeah. during practice. Right during training camp. And right? they decided instead of cutting them, he believed they believed in him. So look, we're gonna, we're gonna let you get your surgery. Mm -hmm. We'll take care of you. When you get better, we, we'll bring you back. Not only are we gonna let you get your surgery, we're going to provide the surgery for you. That's correct. We're going to rehab you through your enti the entire recovery. And we'll and fly you, you back before, and forth from before Boston. You can to travel, before you can travel back home to Texas to stay with mm -hmm. your folks, we'll put you up here in Boston yeah. to, get, to rehab to get better. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by the way, here's several hundred thousand dollars in the meantime, plus your surgery, plus flying you to and fro, plus the hotel and uh, accommodations thank, thank that you God get for, in Boston. All I have to say to that is thank God for Obamacare. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, thank goodness. Uh, and I'm sure Russell Wilson and uh, Richard Sherman are really grateful <laughs> for it as well. Yeah. I, and I, I, to be honest, I actually like Russell Wilson. I have no problem with Russell Wilson. I, Rush, I do Richard now. Sher I, I'm, I do now. Uh, you know, because that's just annoying. It's like, just stop pitching me your stupid, terrible policies. Yeah. Uh, however, Richard Sherman is just a jackass. And, and, and the, yeah. the wonderful thing that we can all come together on is we are is he one of the best cornerbacks in the league sure he is absolutely he ask him he will tell you endlessly but there's a little thing coming it's called father time and we are only a few years away to him getting burned for touchdowns over and over and over again. That same, same loud mouth will be flapping as, as touchdowns are scored behind him over and over and over again as he gets older. To Father Time always wins in these battles. Yeah, I do. can't wait until he sucks. I will savor every minute, and I will remind him constantly on social media. I will play all of his videos back to him, sending them to him constantly so he remembers how mm -hmm. cocky he was in this short period of time. He was one of the best. Well, uh, one of the bestest. I'm hoping there's a – we don't have to wait for father time. Oh, I, I All we have to wait for is 
Jordy Nelson. Yeah. On Sunday to I burn him know. a few times. I don't know. And maybe Randall Cobb. He looks real. I mean, Come look, on. He, he's been playing great. I mean, yes. that team I, he is great. He's great. Seattle I will be surprised if they lose. Not only will I be surprised if they lose this weekend, I will be surprised if they lose the Super Bowl. I, I, they are, to me, the prohibitive favorite. I don't know how any of the teams remaining can actually beat them, including New England, who is a, you know, is a really mm. solid team. But I, I don't, they don't have, they don't have uh, their offense. Well, it's good. It's not, you know, I mean, look what they did to Denver last year. Denver had the best offense in the history of the league last year, and they destroyed them. And their team, I would Hold say, might look better. Eight points, was yeah. it? They might Eight look, points? Seattle's defense might look better this year than last year, and I think their offense Although, definitely does. I will say this. They had some stumbles that were serious Early in the th- season, yeah. this year. They, they had some problems. But they are there. I, I would love to see, I mean, and I don't think Indianapolis is going to win. That's who I would That's like to tough. go. I would like, I would like to see a... An Indianapolis Green Bay Super Bowl. That's my request. Can I have that? I hope so. Rogers. I I hope so. I like that. I mean, I like the Green Bay part of that. I don't care who comes in from the NFL. Would probably love that matchup. That's great because Luck is is getting to that point where he's going to take the reins here. Yep. You know, he's only a year or two away from being. Luck and Rogers are going to be the remaining two. I think they are. They're pretty close to it now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I, it's agonizing, though. That is, I mean, that's agonizing. agonizing stuff. Shut up. Don't come to me with your millionaire NBA basketball players, your millionaire MLB baseball players, your millionaire NFL football players, and tell me that you're concerned that, that you guys are going to be on an Obamacare exchange, which is how they made it sound. Uh, if you're worried about your health like we are in the NFL. Uh, please. <laughs> So you're on one of these stupid exchanges? Come on now. Uh-huh. I mean, it's in, first of all, it's insulting. Secondly, in the NFL, please shy away from this uh, government-sponsored propaganda. I, uh, why do you have to get involved in that? And I'm glad you used I, I the word propaganda. It. You know, I'm, a, I'm on a, um, a jihad on advertising by the government. Yeah, it it drives good. me absolutely crazy. And I, I would like a constitutional amendment that, that says no dollars can be spent by the government to advertise anything. That's a nice, easy safety tip. Why would the government need to take our mm-hmm. money to advertise back to us the products that they're doing? It's ridiculous. But, I mean, propaganda is a great word. Propaganda by our government is illegal if they don't pay for it. However, if they pay for it, it's legal. How is that possible? It it's actually should be the reverse. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's... If they can convince someone to do their bidding, maybe you allow that. Uh, but when they're actually just taking our money... Mm-hmm. And then using our money to pay for propaganda to influence us to do what they want. It's, it's, it, it, I mean, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, just another quick NFL note. Um, apparently, uh, there was a 12-year-old kid, uh, NFL fan, who sent out a letter to all 32 NFL teams. And he was, yeah. I guess, asking why I should be... Their he fan. was asking for help in yeah. deciding whose fan he should be. Yeah, he wanted he to pick a team. And he wasn't sure how to pick a team. Yeah. And he was, like, homesick and was a little bored and decided to write a letter to <laughs> all 32 idea. teams. It's kind of a fun idea. Yeah. One team, one, responded to him. Mm-hmm. And That's that was amazing. The, yeah. yeah I, I would think more than that. I would, too. I would, I I would, would, I would have bet a lot more. Uh, but it was one. It was the Carolina Panthers. And, Good for them. Uh, Panthers owner, Jerry Richardson sent uh, this kid's name, his, his name is Cade, Cade Pope, sent him a handwritten letter in response. Cade, we would be honored if our Carolina Panthers became your team. We would make you proud by the classy way we represent you. That is a class yes. awesome. act. Awesome. I, and I don't know if I... helmet, I think he got, too. 
Yeah, he got a signed helmet uh, from uh, Luke Keekley, which is awesome. really cool. It really went over and above there. Really cool. I mean, how does Jacksonville not respond to that? I mean, don't you need fans, Jacksonville? I, the Jaguars don't have anything to say. About the Atlanta that? Falcons? You couldn't use a little help from this. Yeah. I, seriously, kid? any team. I, I'm really surprised. Uh, when I, I first saw that headline, I I thought the story was going to be, and every team sent yeah. this kid surrounded by every team's got a helmet yeah. and a football. No, because they do that one, all the time. Yeah. One. It's amazing. It really made his his, his uh, yeah, decision said, easy, though. He said, "If nobody oh. nobody else, I'm a Carolina. I Panthers would be a fan. Carolina Panther fan forever. No, yeah, man, that's great. Plus, Luke Keekley's a, pr a pretty good guy to start with <laughs> yeah. to be a fan of. Yeah, he's a he's a superstar. Yeah, triple eight seven two seven back more Pat and Stu. I think I got to go on Obamacare because Richard Sherman has influenced my decision on my. <laughs> oh, did you see that too? Yeah, yeah. me too. I me too. I want to know what that crazy person does for his health care, uh -huh. and that's why I'm going to use a service he doesn't use." Triple eight seven twenty seven back. We're just talking about how I really will take any result out of uh, what happens here at the end. For the Super Bowl, except the Seahawks winning again. I don't want it. I, I, I Patriots, I'm not a fan of the Patriots. I'm going to be rooting hard. I will be a hardcore Patriots fan. Right mm -hmm. now, hardcore Packers fan mm -hmm. will be converting to either a hardcore Colts or Patriots fan if uh, the, the Seahawks win. I just I, I would be more confident if uh, with a healthy Aaron Rodgers, yeah. obviously. The guy, you know, he, he's playing basically with one leg. So it's, it's like the old days. Of see the where frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Where uh, your boy Peyton admitted that his injury was worse. And I, I'd like what? to know how Did they he? got away with not reporting that. What he was the injury? He was talking thigh? about that his, his, uh, his thigh was torn uh, more. Then it wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just. So Peyton has been hurt. Uh, that explains a lot. Yeah, that does. I, and I, I think that says that he's probably not done if he can heal from that. Because, I mean, Hopefully, he looked yeah. bad. And I, I, some people thought it was just him, you know, getting older or whatever. But I right. think, honestly, the, the answer to that probably is he was hurt. Um, and, you know, look, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear looks that. like it's gone. The, yeah. the, the, they fired uh, their coach. Yeah. All the other coaches are out there looking for other jobs. I mean, these are guys that were all up. They're, they're saying yeah. that they're going to fire. They fired the staff. They think Wait, three did they of fire them. John Fox? Yeah. They fired John Fox. So oh, I missed that. Fox they fired out. Fox for, for getting to the playoffs and losing in the first round? Yeah, something. There's something behind the scenes there, obviously. Holy cow. That's John Elway, though. And now they think wow. that it's funny. They, they fired the staff. Jeez. They haven't fired the whole staff yet, but they said go ahead and look for jobs for the assistants. <laughs> um, but they fired the whole staff, and they think three of them, three might wind up on other teams as the head coach. Head coach. John Fox, Jack Del Rio, it looks like he might be right. the Raiders coach, and Adam Gase might be the Niners coach. So then that's amazing. My gosh. Um, but that's Peyton Manning will do that. He makes you you look pretty good. However, I guess you have to win Super mm. Bowls every year. Um, and by the way, the little little known fact: uh, the Denver Broncos playoff record better with Tim Tebow than Peyton Manning. Think about so it. Take that one. <laughs> Bizarre though. They're yeah, one and one with Tim Tebow. It two is. and three with Peyton Manning. That's a great stat. <laughs> mm. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see, talk. By the way, one more, one more <laughs> okay. little football. And then we'll get back to the Obama. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen Tim Tebow on the college football uh, the SEC commentary? Yeah, bits yeah. and pieces. Any good? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he didn't seem to even hesitate. No, this is not his gig. He sucks.
He's Tim Tebow. <laughs> he's, he's in such a nice guy. Yeah. He's, uh, he, he seems... He looks jacked, too. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, he looks like something. he could still play. Yes, he does. And he and, could, obviously. And, and it's, he could <laughs> play. He's, yeah, 24, 25 yeah. years old. Sadly, nobody will have him. Uh, but I don't think broadcast is his gig. But, you know, we'll see. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. He's such a big name. And yeah, such, he is. Especially in college. Has yeah, such he's a... on the SEC network. You're not going to get If but he wants sad. to stay there, he we... can stay there forever. Last night on the coverage of the, uh, you know, the college football championship game, he and Herb Street are kind of talking about it afterwards. And and it's just so – I mean, Herb Street is a true pro. Yes. Herb Street Herb's great. is great. Yeah. And then, you know, you got this – Tebow's just green, I guess, maybe. Um Maybe with some seasoning he'd work, but... Uh, he might not have had anyone work with him at all. That's possible. I mean, yeah, you're sitting there with, with Kirk Herbstreit. I mean... Yeah. Hello. Yeah, players always look like that a little bit, though. Yeah, if you're noticing do. it, that's, that's probably yes. good. Yeah, not good. Triple eight seven two seven back. So you're filing uh, your taxes uh, coming up here in just a few weeks, uh, remember? Mm-hmm. And you start to get mm-hmm. prepared. Remember, there are a bunch of new worksheets you need to know about because of Obamacare. Uh, yeah, the uh, IRS last week noted that Obamacare will make taxes more complicated for some, even though most should be able to simply check off a box on their tax return saying they've qualified for health insurance uh, from their company. But others who receive Obamacare need to figure out their exact insurance premium tax credit to get uh, psychologically ready for new and exciting tax forms. Uh, well, you can see these all on theblaze.com as well. <clears throat> One of these is the 1095A form, which you'll get in the mail if you get insurance from, an exchange, from the exchange. Uh, and again, we know 700 million people are, are covered under Obamacare right now. 700 million. 700 billion. We just got an updated billion. figure. It's 2.9 trillion. Oh, my gosh. 2.9 trillion. People covered under Obamacare. Mm-hmm. So there, this is obviously going to affect a lot of people. New update. Uh, the IRS has created quadrillion people. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I, wasn't, I didn't even get to the next. Yeah. 48 quadrillion people who didn't before have health care now do. Five pages of forms from the IRS, including uh, Form 8962. Um, you look at this uh, form, uh, we're showing this uh, main thing, yeah, look at this. The bottom of that form says, look at what you have to have. You have to have, were you covered all 12 months, and then which months you were covered. So if you were covered through five months, you have to take a prorated amount of the fine to be applied against your tax um, uh, uh, forms. And then above that, there's another January through December thing where you have to list if you had coverage, if you uh, had an employee share of the coverage, mm. if you had an applicable section of the 4960H safe harbor. Uh, of course, obviously, Jeffy, you know your safe harbor status. <laughs> like, who knows that? <laughs> I mean, this is going to make it's funny because the Republicans keep coming to the table and saying we want to get rid of the IRS. And what the Democrats keep doing are passing things that make the IRS even more and more powerful. Right. There's a good choice for you. I mean, it really is a nice little choice if you want to look at those two things. Um, and, I, you know, who knows if people like Ted Cruz are saying the repeal of Obamacare is still a top priority. People like, uh, you know, um, uh, Mitt Romney. And um, uh, there was another there was another senator um, specifically who we were just talking about um, who said it would not be oh Rand Paul would they said he would it would not be a top priority for him to make a big stand on Obamacare this year. And we were kind of oh, being critical geez. of Rand on that. And, I mean, you know, look, Rand does not want Obamacare, but he's playing the strategy game. Um, Representative Tom Price, uh, he is the chairman of the House Budget Committee told a conservative forum that the high court's anticipated ruling in the case known as King versus Burwell, which is about the subsidies. We've covered this before. Um, 
could cause President Barack Obama's signature domestic policy to unravel quickly. Congressional aides say the prospect for an Obamacare replacement plan will be discussed later this week at a Republican retreat for House and Senate law the lawmakers. Uh, you know, they've tossed around. There have been a lot of replacement ideas for Obamacare. Uh, repeal and replace is kind of like the bumper sticker version of it, but there have been some complicated uh, things that have been put forth. I know Bobby Jindal had a nice proposal he put forth a while ago. Rand Paul was on our show a couple of years ago telling us about a really interesting proposal. Um, you know, whether any of this is going to happen is another story. You're going to have to get it through. Uh, even if you get it through the Senate, which is going to be difficult, Obama's going to veto it. Um, so you're, it's going to be difficult, although you might be able to peck away at the, at the margins a little bit and make it a little bit better, make the disaster a little bit smaller, which would be nice. If they could get rid of the individual mandate, then you're on to something, yep. because the whole thing collapses at that point. So get rid of the mandate, which is unconstitutional anyway, as yep. far as I'm concerned. Yep. It wasn't ruled that way, but it should have been. And uh, so <clears throat> if you could defund that somehow, uh, then... then you know, you're, I'm happy about Look, that. I think this is a terrible program, and I know you do too, and I know Jeffy does as well, and I know Glenn does, and we all do. However, there are a lot of terrible programs. Medicare is a terrible program. It's run awfully. It's causing trillions mm -hmm. of dollars of debt. It's the same thing with Social Security, the same thing with welfare, the same thing with Medicaid. All of these programs are terrible programs uh, and designed awfully. However, we all sit here and deal with it. In fact, some of them are very popular, even among conservatives. But the one thing, I could take another terrible government program. I don't want it, but I'm not going to kill myself over it. The thing that really bothers me about Obamacare is the individual mandate. If you could take just that away, I mean, look, it's going to hurt our health care system. It's going mm -hmm. to cost us trillions of dollars. It's going to be a disaster. However, it's one on a large pile of disasters. There's something morally wrong with requiring people to purchase things they don't want to purchase. No doubt about it. And I, I, it's if, I, if you could just get rid of that, yeah. I could at least sit here and just be generally pissy about this program instead mm -hmm. of how I feel, which is, look, this is, a, this is, an, it is an affront to our liberty. It is. When you're mm -hmm. forcing people to be citizens in good standing, forcing them to buy a product of your choosing and telling other people that they can buy a product, but the product they bought isn't the right one, let me tell you what the right one is, that is just controlling way too much of your life and, to me, is blatantly unconstitutional. And how, you, how John Roberts didn't agree with that. Uh, yeah, 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 John Roberts didn't agree with that. I almost, I almost want to say John Edwards. With, with, that's, and they're both the douches, and both should belong in the douche hall of fame anyway. Only one of them is. Uh, but John Roberts, you know, look, it's like that is so far beyond the line of what our government's supposed to be doing. That it's, you know, if you could just get rid of that, which, by the way, is the policy that Barack Obama supported during the campaign. Yes. This is not some crazy right wing policy. In 2008, it was the stance of Barack Obama. No individual mandate. He himself said, what are we going to do uh, to solve poverty? We're going to or solve homelessness. We're going to give everybody a, or force everybody to buy a home. They can't afford a home or they would have bought one already. The exact arguments we made the entire time were being made by Barack Obama. All he has to do, all we're asking is for a retreat to the 2008 Barack Obama. Even that is OK at this point. Uh, but, you know, I don't think it's going to happen. People just dig their feet in. And I mean, he won't even admit that that was his policy anymore. Right. When's the last time someone asked him about that? Uh, uh, never. Never. I, I think never. Ne I don't I think anybody's it was ever. Asked never him. a clock. 
Yes. It was on never. It was never a clock on on in never. Worry. It was never thirty. Yes, never thirty. Uh, on, uh, never thirty. Never thirty. Of men three worry. somewhere never, in there. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. A couple of quick things here. Uh, according to the Washington Post, police have cleared the University of Virginia fraternity from any wrongdoing in that rape situation. Yep. Said it didn't happen. Didn't happen there. Mm -hmm. At least not there. Not at that frat. Not at that university. It didn't happen. Yeah. So the thing that was, you know, so horrific and so awful and proof again that one in five women are raped on college campuses and look at this. She's raped on broken glass for 17 hours by 1,900 people or whatever the deal was. Didn't happen. That was basically it. It was about that, right? Yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, didn't police happen. Uh, are saying that now. Um, they uh, of welcoming back the uh, fraternity because mm -hmm. they had suspended the fraternity based on this story. And by the way, I don't know if you noticed, there was a little bit more attention on the accusation than there was on the clearance. Yeah, I've, I've, other than right here, right now in front of me, mm -hmm. I've not heard it or seen it Not heard it a word anywhere. about it. Uh, but, yeah, why, I will say uh, we can give uh, some credit, and we don't normally do things uh, like this because they don't normally apply. But in this case, the Washington Post does deserve a decent amount yeah, of credit for, for, for really good journalism and following up on an uncomfortable story that they did not have to follow up on. Most likely would have just gone away and mm -hmm. everyone would have thought they were guilty. But the Washington Post, mm -hmm. among a few others, did a really good job at following up on this. Uh, really Reason did. Magazine is another one I would cite as a specific example. But, I mean, you know, Reason does this sort of stuff all the time. Washington Post does not. And uh, they deserve a lot of credit for taking this one on. It's very uncomfortable to do, to do these things yeah. uh, because, you know, you just get it, you just attacked as, as a hater. Um, and, you know, the Washington Post probably got some of that at the beginning. But now it's blatantly obvious that what they did was correct. And this, this yeah. event did not occur. Right. As it was told uh, in this story. And, you know, Rolling Stone has already apologized and retracted the story. Uh, but that's it. It's a complete embarrassment. Uh, something we were talking about a little bit on, on radio is that the uh, Mitt Romney uh, run for a third time for president looks like it's going to become a reality. I mean, he's making quite a bit of noise about it right now. He's mm -hmm. getting donors involved. He's sending out the message that, yeah, I'm, I'm really thinking seriously about this. It's not being well received by, in, at least in some circles, like, I don't know, us, uh, uh, Republican <laughs> senators, and, and one in particular you can kind of understand. And I, I, t Ted Cruz is one, and because obviously Ted is probably going to run himself. But I like what he said about Mitt Romney. This is pretty good stuff. Uh, you know, this, the story is about how uh, these GOP senators are no fans of Mitt Romney. But here's what uh, Ted said. He called Romney a, quote, decent and honorable man, unquote, but said that he personally believed there needed to be a more conservative candidate in the, elect in the next election. Where's all the great Where's the bomb throwing there? Yeah, where's I, the bomb I, throwing? Rick Santorum, who said that about uh, Ted Cruz. There's none. Uh, where's the and bomb he never throwing? does. He, does, he really he he never throws bombs. The strange thing about, about uh, Ted Cruz is that 
he is a well-spoken guy, obviously reasoned. very smart, highly educated, um, very highly accomplished, and very reasoned guy. He's not a screamer. He, no. he, he He's soft-spoken. At times, I would say too soft-spoken. Doesn't cause, he uh, doesn't call names. Yeah. And he's it, not a name caller. He's not throwing out accusations. No, he's not doing any of that. Policy-wise, he does come out and take tough stances. Yeah. Like, for example, defunding Obamacare was a, was a tough stance. And a lot of people didn't like that approach. But he didn't do it in an angry way. Not at he all. He did not do it in a, in a screamy uh, talk show host way like, I don't know, I did, and that Pat did, mm -hmm. and that Glenn did. Mm -hmm. he, just, he just made a reasoned approach as to why this is the right thing to do. For, and, what, 23 hours? Yeah. Uh, and the I, whole time he was reasonable. Yeah, I, he said reasonable things. You would think, seriously, you would think in a 23-hour uh, speech, and that's basically what he had to do. He had to filibuster for 23, 21 or 23 hours. I forget how long it was. Uh, but during that time, when you're speaking nonstop almost, you would think you'd say something really stupid yeah. uh, somewhere along the way. When you're tired, when you're cranky, when you're sick of it, uh, or you get your emotions flared up, something, you would say something that they could use against you on the other side. Said nothing that they no. could use. Yeah. Nothing. And, and, you know, you know, everyone says, oh, Ted Cruz is basically a jerk, right? He's a jerk. He's a bomb thrower. He's a jerk. Uh, let, let, let me ask you, who's the jerk here? Here's the response. Now, Mitt Romney, I think, is a terrible candidate, and I don't want him to be president. Mm -hmm. But listen to the, to the two, two um, uh, different approaches here. One, said Ted Cruz says, Romney was a decent and an honorable man, but said he personally believed there needed to be a more conservative candidate in the next election. John McCain, when asked, said, it's a free country. Uh, watch uh, Lindsey. He's the dark horse. Okay, it's a free country. Uh, you know, okay, I don't, obviously don't want him to run, but okay. Lindsey Graham? Uh, he needs to make the case that the third time's the charm. <laughs> I mean, just a douchey response yeah, from a guy is. who's in, I believe, the Douche Hall of Fame, right? He's in the Douche Hall of Fame, right? Oh, he's got to be. Lindsey Graham? Is Lindsey? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, yes. okay. All right. I mean, and then you've got uh, Ted Cruz, who called him something so incendiary, like a decent and honorable man. Ooh, ouch. Mm. Yeah, wow. Ouch. Well, that's, that's, that's skulls. <laughs> and a guy who will probably run against him. Mm. Uh, all right, triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Now the original designer Tinker Hatfield has announced plans to redesign and mass produce the Back to the Future shoes. <laughs> yes, I want this. That's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, can we see the uh, the uh, the actual video on this? This is cool. Let's check out the ad here. The Verge. This right here is the finest oh. footwear available on the market today. Let me introduce you to. Wow, man, this is heavy. Not heavy at all. It's actually quite light. Speaking of lights, four hours on a single charge. And then my density. Uh, I mean, my, my, my destiny. Whatever you want. <laughs> shoes! I need shoes! Well, I got these right here. Does this power lace? Uh. Not till 2015. Not till 2015, sir. This is 2015. It's 2011, sir. Oh, great Scott. The timer circuits must have malfunctioned. <gasps> I don't know what that means, sir. Where is he? Okay, so that... Uh, that's kind of cool. That was the ad they made back in 2011 for the shoes coming out in 2015. Now it's 2015. Yeah. No, no shoes.
No, I think they are doing them, right? Are they doing them? Yeah. Um, Can they get them done this year? It's expected to hit the market for a 2015 release. Okay. Um, and they are supposed to have power laces, right? I heard really? they actually are supposed to have power laces, which is really not... Everybody's trying to do these Back, back to the Future yeah. things because it's the uh, 30th anniversary. So um, they're doing the shoes. They did the hoverboard. Yeah, and 2015 was the year in the movie they went forward yeah. to in the future yeah. when everything was supposed to be flying cars and we didn't get those yet again. Um, but I, I, I love Back to the Future. I love those movies, and, and I, I think too. it's cool that they're doing all this stuff. Yeah, it's, it's fun. And, and we always talk about the, the, the baseball thing, too, which is the, 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 oh, the Cubs World win Series. the series, right? The Cubs win the World Series over Miami, which mm -hmm. did not exist. In fact, Florida Marlins didn't even exist at the time. Florida got added. Then they changed the name to Miami. Mm -hmm. My, the Miami Marlins have to wear the uniforms of the fake Back to the Future team at one point this year. That'd that be would cool. be the greatest thing of all time. And if That'd they make it cool. to the World Series somehow, with Miami moving to the AL, and somehow it happens, then we will know that there is a time machine made out of a DeLorean. Yeah, can you imagine the conspiracy talk there will be if the Cubs make it to the World Series this year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, we're going to hear all kinds of that kind of stuff. All right, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. We didn't get to this BMW... Um, Audi laser headlight. Oh, yeah, Have you seen those? Now we got to look at that. Those are cool. We got to look at that, and uh, we will uh, coming up on Patton Stew yeah, shortly. By the way, you can hear the podcast of the program every single day. Go to glenbeck.com slash on demand, or if you're on SoundCloud, search for Patton Stew and listen to every show you want to. Back is Pat and Stu, and uh, and we've got the administration continuing to try to explain the unexplainable. Hey, why wasn't anybody there? Why won't you call uh, extremist terrorism Islamic extremism? Why? And, and a lot of people are asking this question that haven't asked it before. People uh, like Alex Wagner from MSNBC, even she was asking that question. But yesterday, Martha McCallum had uh, Marie Harf. You know who Marie Harf is? Stu? Who doesn't is, know yeah, who Marie I mean, Harf is? Right? Oh right? My gosh. She is. Uh... I have a poster of her <laughs> in my bedroom. <clears throat> she's, Which one? She's the. Uh, the Harftastic. The Harftastic one is one. good. That's a good one. That is. Good look. It's in the red swimsuit, right? Yep. She's in the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's the uh, State Department spokesperson. She's awful. Um, <laughs> but uh, here's Martha McCallum trying to pin her down on, look, wh why won't you call it Islamic extremism? Every time we see this exchange, it seems like the answer is so tortured. Like it's so difficult to say what everybody around the world seems mm -hmm. to feel so clearly it is. And what the leaders have said in Canada and Australia mm -hmm. and Paris, where they have felt it so potently and personally. ...of our counterterrorism operations and our efforts that we've put in place. But that's not the only way that you counter this kind of extremism. Much of it Islamic, you're absolutely right, uh, mm -hmm. but some of it not. So we're going to focus on all the different kinds of extremism with a heavy focus all on people. 
of them. All the, we're going to focus on all the different kinds of extremism. All of them? All of mm. them. I mean, right. how many can you think of right now? I mean, obviously, okay, yeah, there's a few examples of Islamic extremism. Oh, I didn't but even... Stu, tell me some of the other forms of extremism that we encounter on a regular basis. Um, um, super mega Doppler extremism? Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes. yes, thank you for that one. What about the Lutheran extremism, oh. radical oh. Lutheranism? Yeah, funny, Stu doesn't mention those people. Yeah, he he clearly, because you're probably Lutheran. Presbyterian extremism? The Frisbyterians. The people who believe that when you die, your soul goes up on the roof and you can't get it back down like a Frisbee. Those people have killed, I don't know how many scores of people. How many people have the Presbyterians killed? 70 billion. By just this afternoon. So it could be more than that, but there was more. Who do this in the name of Islam? We would say mm -hmm. falsely in the name of Islam, but there are other forms of extremism that are this. also what other, important. Tell me, what other forms of extremism are particularly Thank troubling you. and compelling to you right now? Okay, this is going to be exciting because she's been asked directly. All right, then tell me specifically, what are some of the other forms of extremism that you're really worried about right now? Well, look, there are people out there well, who look. want to kill other people uh, in the name of a variety of causes. Of course. What? Uh, like, what, what are they? What would be included in that variety? Right. The Amish extremists who are killing people? Can the, you give us one other example? The Quakers. Uh, the Catholics. Quake extremist you're talking about? Uh, Martha, we are, are most focused on people doing this in the name of Islam. As we've mm. talked about with ISIL, uh, part of our strategy to counter this extremism is to have other moderate Muslim voices stand up and say they don't represent our religion. They mm -hmm. speak for their religion more than we do, certainly, and we need those voices to mm. stand up in addition to all of the other efforts we're undertaking. But I she needs voices to stand up. That's really hard to get that done, but uh, I'd like to see a voice stand up. Uh, I don't know how that I think works. the world is looking for a leader, you know, someone in the vein mm -hmm. of a Winston Churchill or FDR who says, look, we know look. what we're facing here. This is a global war. This is, mm -hmm. you know, girls taken by Boko Haram. This is 132 students massacred in Pakistan. This is people who were going out for coffee in Australia. Mm -hmm. This is people who were just showing up for work in Paris. And there's a common thread here of radical Islamic extremism. And until President Obama or John Kerry or some Someone else in, in their position stands up and says, look, we know we're facing a global threat of radical Islamic extremism. We must band together and we must fight it. That's what everybody is longing to hear, it appears, Marie. Where yes. is that well, message? I, I, I think all of these leaders have made very clear the serious threats we face. If you no. look at the president's speech at no, West Point, if you look at the things Secretary Kerry has said, it's mm -hmm. not as easy as, as defining it the way you just did. We have to look at each threat individually. All of those threats you just mentioned are from oh. different groups and different places. Do you believe, let me ask you this, Marie, do you believe that there is a common thread in everything that I just mentioned? Is there a common thread? I think that's a little overly simplistic. To Can you believe that? It's that's overly amazing. simplistic to say that there's a common thread of Islam throughout all of that extremism. Uh, that's overly simplistic. Be honest with you, Martha. I think you have to look. Oh, if you talk about Boko Haram, yes, they claim to be acting in the name of Islam, but you counter mm -hmm. them in a very different way. You counter a sleeper cell, like we saw in Paris or oh, in Sydney, or how anyway. you counter AQAP or Al Qaeda Corps. How you talk about these groups mm -hmm. is, is different in terms of combating them based on where they are and the threat they pose and how you how you fight them. Really, but it doesn't appear to me that these mm -hmm. groups have any problem uh, explaining what their motive is and where their motive comes from, and it's an extreme 
religious viewpoint that they scream from the top of their lungs every time they take somebody's life, every time they Absolutely. burn families inside their homes. So I think to, to see that there's not a common threat, everyone, you know, it's not overly simplistic. We all understand all of these different groups. Uh, yes. We just named many of them when we talked about it. I want to ask you one more question in terms of, mm -hmm. of, of Secretary of State John Kerry saying that he thinks it's quibbling to say that somebody should have been there. President Obama, Vice President Joe Biden, Secretary of State John Kerry, when we watched that moving march that was really a, a moment that touched so many people, they had to have been looking at each other saying, where's the United States? Well, I think the White House has been clear that someone senior, more senior should have gone. But I also think the, there were several very moving moments last week uh, with Secretary Kerry speaking in French directly to the French people. <laughs> oh, Pat, how moved were oh, you? Oh, my gosh. How, how moved I, were you? I woke up in the middle of the night weeping last night. I was still that moved by jo John Kerry speaking in French uh, last <laughs> were you week. Now? Yeah. Oh, my oh, yeah. gosh. It yes. was, it was, it uh -huh. was moving. Oh, my gosh. Well, and then I had a bowel movement. It was similar to a bowel movement. You too? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, that is that unbelievable. Is unbelievable. It's as if, like, I'm trying to think of what the right example is. It's like as if, like, Glenn asked us during the show never to mention Ted Cruz's name. Mm -hmm. And people would come on and they'd say, so who do you think is, the, you know, uh, a good candidate? Well, there are a lot of great candidates we think could be. Uh, could be running for president. Well, what about uh, anyone from Texas specifically? Well, look, there are, there are many candidates mm -hmm. from Texas that we think would be great. What about senators from Texas? Well, uh, look, there are at least two uh, that I can think of off the top of my head would be great uh, candidates uh, for president. What about one that, that's not John yeah. Cornyn? Uh, look, we don't need to get specific here. What we need to say is there are candidates and people who are qualified mm -hmm. to run for offices such as, it's like, it's unbelievable. Why? Why they, it's as if it? there's an edict being. Oh, there. Uh, you know there is. Put down and say. You know do there is. Never say the words Islamic extremism. If I catch you, you're fired. It, it, it has to be something along those lines, because as Martha McCallum said uh, when she set up the interview, you guys always and she's talking about Holder and Obama and Biden and everybody else who speaks for this administration. You all sound so tortured when you describe what this extremist movement is, because you will not say Islamic extremism. Why? What other, well, because there's all kinds of, uh, there's all kinds of uh, violent extremism. Really? Like what? And she can't name one thing. She can't name a single thing. Well, there's, uh, you know, there's uh, yeah, U UPS uh, truck driver uh, extremism. Uh, how many UPS drivers have killed people lately it's like uh, we can't even count and uh what about uh let's not forget you know there's uh there's a lot of mennonites who are on rampages right now throughout the east coast uh, uh pennsylvania and uh, and uh delaware and uh they've killed uh, uh, countless numbers of people they can't name anything or anyone and what they're alluding to, I think, is right-wing extremism. They're trying to just jam that in where there isn't anything. Mm -hmm. There's, what, what are you going to put in there? That common thread of Tea Party racism? Yeah. But can you name the violent incident from a Tea Party person? Oh, what about the workplace violence at Fort Hood? Yeah, oh, that, wasn't, that wasn't Tea Party. That was horror. Yeah, Horrific. Was Horrific, yes. What about not a Tea Party? What about that guy who stormed the Discovery Channel saying yeah, not, that? Yeah, not tea yeah, party. Pat. Not Tea Party. Yeah. <laughs>
So. He forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Conveniently. I no, I didn't. It was not Tea Party. Uh, mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. With the exception of it not being related to the Tea Party and instead being re related to radical environmentalism, uh, uh, what, right. what, you have nothing on that. That's uh, <laughs> true. <laughs> nothing. That's true. Other than that, nothing. That's very true. Uh, now, the Rod Rotterdam mayor is, uh, is telling off intolerant Muslims. Everybody else in the world is calling out Muslims right now. Everybody is calling it what it is. The French, for the love of heaven, the French have called this what it is, Islamic extremism. They're at war against extremist Islam. Well, so are we, but we won't say it. Anyway, here's the uh, mayor of Rotterdam uh, talking to intolerant Muslims. And it is unbegrijpelijk. Dat je zo tegen die vrijheid je kunt keren. Incomprehensible, maar als je die vrijheid. Uh, but if you can't stomach that freedom, then for heaven's sakes, pack your bags and leave. There must be somewhere in the world where you belong. Be honest to yourself and don't go murdering innocent children. Good safety tip. That is so retarded, quoting, so incomprehensible. Go away if you can't accept the society that we want to build here because we only want those people here, all the Muslims, all the well-meaning Muslims who are now probably viewed with suspicion, and we want to keep all these people together in what we call the we society. And if you can't accept humorists who create a newspaper, then I would like to say, F off. What the hell? Holy crap. What was that? Okay, uh, you know, somewhere between that and where we are now might be good. Yeah, you don't hear you know? the word retarded thrown around too often. Yeah, in you statements don't. From no, you don't. Uh, that's not typical. Perhaps it's okay in Rotterdam. It could be still, one of those things you know? that's translated in a while. Although he did say F off, too. So yeah. I mean, he does, obviously he was trying to be a bit offensive. Uh, I will say... There's a level of uh, being offensive that I can tolerate in this particular discussion. Mm -hmm. You're telling uh, violent Muslims to F off? Okay. Oh, I'm okay with it. It's my own personal view. And it's well, yeah, but there the are all of kinds of violent people right now that you need to tell F off like, to. Like, uh, for a specific I, I mean, example I, of... Oh, all kinds. All I'm all, saying... All kinds? All I'm simply saying... Stu was is well, right, that, that there are any number of any, groups any number. who you might want to I'm tell. I'm interested the in the total. Off. I'm looking for one more. Yeah, right. But that specific is not something I really want to get into right <laughs> I didn't now because think it there's was. so many of them. <laughs> because there's so many of them. Uh, so you I don't think wanna... it would be easy to name one, two, three, five if there were so many. Look, I, I, th this is not what this is not productive. Uh, right now, and mm, so no, what I'd not. like to do is I will keep agree it with more you on that point. general. Okay, yeah, I thought so. Um, um, so anyway, was it? it I'm, t I'm being told that uh, Carter was on the Daily Show yesterday. Is it? Is it Jimmy? Jimmy Carter? Is it Billy? Is it Billy? I think Billy. 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 Yeah, is it so Vince it Carter? Was he? Vince Carter would be. Wow, that's be interesting. If was he play for Memphis now? Did he stop by the Daily Show <laughs> to uh, show off uh, his jump shot and blame the Jews? No, it turns out it is former President Jimmy Carter oh. who's blaming Israel. Here he is. Oh my gosh. I view this extremism as a function, as sort of a pretext. You know, they, it's a this idea that it's a re religious backing seems a pretext for just powerless. You know, they're they're. Angry, nihilistic, it doesn't seem, uh, if it didn't have a religious uh, Listen, what are you trying to, to it, say, man? it would be something else. They would use some other pretext to be violent in this way. Do you, is that? Well, one of the origins for it is the Palestinian problem. 
you know, and this aggravates people but, who are affiliated anyway with the Arab people who live in the West Bank and Gaza. Mm -hmm. What they're doing now, what's being done to them. Right. But I think that's part of it. Oh but I think this is a oh new evolutionary development in uh, oh. terrorism, where people go into Syria, they get trained there, they have a passport it's from France, from Great Britain, or from the United States. Right. They stay there for a few months and learn how to be a terrorist. And then they get, come back through Turkey, and you know they've been there, and you know who they are. And I think uh. this uh, event in Paris is going to waken up the people in charge of security to, to watch those people more closer than they have in the past, and not single out all of the all of the Muslims right. in our country. Wow, he's a piece of crap. <laughs> I mean, that is unbelievable. Uh, he, so he really said, they're doing now what's being done to them. And he blamed it on the Israelis and their treatment of the Palestinians, as if you can equate putting up a roadblock uh, for these guys to shooting 12 people in their office building. Carter's a joke. Ca uh, Carter is, that is unbelievable stuff. You can wow. say it, by the way, in that particular exchange, the same thing can be said for yes. John Stewart, who yeah. can't. He, oh, my gosh. So thing. if it wasn't religious, uh, was, you get the idea that it's, uh, the religionosity of this wouldn't be uh, the religion, uh, the religioning, uh, the religionization of the situation would be a different, uh, a different there'd be a differential there between what the religion aspect of this is in something else. Yeah, I mean, he really what? wanted to say yeah, he it had to do with religion. Which... That's what he wanted to say, but he can't. Yeah. He couldn't even bring himself to do it. Yeah, silly. He's trying to say, if it wasn't for uh, Islamic uh, terror, it would be some other form of terror. Well, bullcrap. No, they're doing this in the I name mean, of there's Allah. there's a lot of poor people. Uh, a lot of oppressed people yeah. on the globe, and they're uh, outside of Islamic Getting along with everybody else. It doesn't perfectly seem fine. like a lot of them are making everybody no. blow up. No, it really doesn't. You know, it doesn't seem, seem like that's. And look, that does not, as we always say, oh, have blah, anything blah, to blah, do blah, 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 blah. with you know the average Muslim you work with at your office. We got it. But you know, it's it's a situation where you. You get it. You were saying, I don't know why I'm explaining it to you. I'm sorry. No, I don't know why I'm explaining it to you. It's a situation where you I don't know why I'm explaining it to this audience. They all know it. It's true. Know. It's just a, it's a pointless retread. Uh, no, but retra you're right. You do argument. have to cover yourself. No, because... I don't even mean that part of it. I mean, the whole thing is pointless. We all know, everybody knows, yeah. that, that, that Islamic extremism is, is the one that's active right now. Yes, there have been Christian extremists in the past. However, they're not doing it now. And now is where we are. Now is what we're talking about. Now is where we exist. Now is where we are. And now is what we should address. Now. Thank you, Pat. All right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More Pat and Stu coming up. It really is, isn't it? It really it's like, is. It's so stupid. You just keep saying the same. I You got caught in the middle of calling Jeffy overweight. Like, yeah. Well, I wanted to make sure he understood. Yeah, okay. You can watch that uh, new uh, Al Jazeera morning show. 
Oh, uh, you know what? No, because they canceled it. All, all morning. What? Well, what about the one after that? The, 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 the early morning yeah, show, you're not going to watch that got canceled, but what about the mid-morning show? Got canceled, too. So. What about the normal morning show? The morning show? Canceled. Late morning show? Yeah, it's canceled. The Al Jazeera morning shows? Yeah, it's freed up a lot of space now on my DVR because uh, I don't have anything to record in the morning anymore. <laughs> yeah, they have. Man, uh, the, uh, the jihadi show they were doing for a while. <laughs> And the, fat, the morning fatwa yeah. was great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> was great. Are you uh, watching Consider This with Antonio Mora? Uh, I know you're uh, Who's not? Who's not? Who's not mm -hmm. is my question. Mm. Uh, what, other, mm. what other question do you have? Am I watching what else? Um, mm. I don't know any of the other names. I will say this. They've Ali canceled Belchi. all of them. Why? Because they're costing money and no one watches them. Nobody watches Al Jazeera. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because it. a lot of cable systems carry it that don't carry the blaze. And people yeah. actually do watch huh. the blaze. Yeah. Uh, weird. 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 Al Jazeera has access to upwards of 50 million households. You know how many people watch them on average? No. In prime time, I believe this figure. One. 18,000. 18,000 people. That's a, a legitimate number from legitimate rating sources. 18,000 people. Wow. Out of a potential 50 million households. Now, when you consider there's an average of four people per household, you have a possibility of being seen by 200 million people. 18,000 make the choice, the decision to actually turn you on and watch you. That's insane. It's amazing. That's insane. Uh, uh, but, but I am really proud of Americans for totally rejecting this network. Really proud. I, I thought it would do better than this. Didn't you? I thought with yeah. our Muslim population, you know, the wow. Muslims in America might embrace it. And, and because then, then some of them are from the so. Middle East, mm -hmm. uh, they wouldn't have to necessarily agree with the ideology. But they'd see, okay, it's real news, and I want to see what's going on in the homeland or get a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Because that's how it was sold. We're just going to stray down the middle. Yeah, like the BBC gets some viewers on that right. sort of uh, right. you know, idea. Uh, but, but not Al Jazeera. It has not been embraced by virtually anybody. Well, except for 18,000 people. It's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I'm not surprised to say that they would do terribly. I guess with all that backing, I did expect them to, you know, connect a little bit more. One of the thing, one of the big uh, mistakes I think they did make was calling it Al Jazeera America. Should not have done that. You call it something else that we're not familiar yeah. with, yeah. you know, uh, prime news. And most people would not know and, or look up the connection. And you fund it with all that money and all that advertising. Maybe it makes a little bit of a connection. Uh, Al Jazeera's done nothing. And I think most people just know Al Jazeera from hiding the whereabouts of Osama bin Laden all this time. It's difficult to get over that hump for some. Mm -hmm. It's a tad difficult to get over that hump. Yeah. Where's Hillary Clinton going to get her news now? I, I, oh, no. At least in the morning. I mean, they're still doing I get their prime time and then late afternoon stuff. But Ali Velshi and Joy Chen will have less airtime. And mid to late afternoon programming is also on the chopping block. So... Dang it. Uh, uh, but the problems for uh, Al Jazeera America has always been traction and impact. Even though nobody watches MSNBC or CNN either, both of those cable news networks still have some kind of impact. Um, but uh, yeah. Al Jazeera, not at all. Yeah, uh, none. Breitbart writes this, you know, right up. Obviously, they're they're, you know, looking at this and and making this claim on they've never had an impact. But I can't think. I can't think of an example in which that would be proved wrong. I can't uh, either. You know, I, I, 
Have they ever made? I've never heard a story from Al Jazeera mm -hmm. that has made an impact on our system, on our political system, on so. our. It's been ignored. <laughs> really has. I'm sorry. I just keep hearing Jeffy breathing loudly. <laughs> I was hearing sure that too. <laughs> it was a little disconcerting, wasn't it? Whenever you're looking down at your computer, you're going like this, and you're breathing right into the microphone. Like, <laughs> sounds like... Loop. Search your feelings. I normally, that's why I normally say that. You know it to be true. <laughs> I am overweight. <laughs> I don't remember that scene exactly like that. <laughs> Take off your breathing apparatus if you would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have to take off all my. Uh, no, 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 no. Keep those no, on. Just Keep the those breathing. On. Okay, just on. the breathing. All right, we'll be back in a second. Right. Some more. Uh, okay, so Amazon ever. is all happy because they won the big uh, Golden Globes. Yeah, yeah. They signed Woody Allen to create a TV series. Wow. There's some money there, isn't there? Somewhere. Someone on Twitter said it should be called All in the Family. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's a joke about you. Yesterday we promised you. We promised. We sometimes keep our promises. Not we work not hard to really occasionally... Uh, you know, sort of try to back up what we said. Now, I mean, is it every case? I mean, I mean you, know, you want me to tell you all the cases of, of violent extremists? No, I, I can't do that. Uh, but there are just generally cases where we back up what we say. And we promised you that we would talk about things that fall from the sky that probably shouldn't. And it's happened a lot. Really? Things have, things have rained down from the sky <clears throat> that are somewhat unusual. For instance, raw meat. It's rained raw meat I before. I don't know that I would say it was rain. A few pieces of poultry fell from the sky <clears throat> in Virginia last year. One landing on the head of a teen in the middle of a horseback riding lesson. Experts guessed that a seagull was the culprit, but it was buzzards thought to be responsible for regurgitating venison or mutton that caused the event, now known as the Kentucky Meat Shower. <laughs> quite a That's list. Uh, gross. Quite a list it's put together a... here by uh, my mental floss. Okay. They also say fish <clears throat> have rain from the sky. Yeah, I've heard this. Typically, fish are scooped up by water spouts and dropped into bunches. That is what happened in a remote Australian town uh, in 2010. This is also what happened uh, during the Sharknado and Sharknado mm -hmm. 2 attacks um, that killed mm -hmm. thousands. Mm -hmm. Thousands. What I've heard is that uh, somehow when the water evaporates or, you know, it goes back up into the atmosphere, sometimes it carries with them uh, fish eggs. And then when the, when the atmosphere warms back up, the eggs then hatch and it rains fish. That is a solid Sharknado and it, 3 premise. And it rains fish. Right there. Right that there. is a tremendous Sharknado premise. Yeah, isn't that great? That's great. Because then you could get it to, like, Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's not going to just be the coast. Right. Like a small, they think they're they million think they're dollar exempt idea. from Sharknados? Yeah. No. no. 
They are not. No, no one is safe from a Sharknado. No one's safe. <laughs> uh, it was also the Giraffe was never made. By the way, we tried to get Giraffe made because we did get it done? Sharknado. We tried to come up with mm -hmm. Giraffe Nobody wanted that premise. Well, it's, it's still horrific. out there. Still available. It's too horrific to think yeah. about, really. You know what we should do is get uh, Kickstart going. Kickstarter giraffe cane. Mm -hmm. I like it. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, it's also rained blood. At least that's what it looks like. Uh, most recently happened last year in India. Um, apparently, an article uh, by a newspaper there analyzed the different red rain ca cases that have been reported over the last two decades. Uh, quoted two scientists who concluded that the mysterious red color in the rain is caused by an unidentified life form. That Wait. doesn't have DNA. Wait, what? What? Yep. That is kind of <laughs> cool. Other scientists, uh, scientific theories about how the rain turns red revolve around meteor dust mm. and microorganisms. Uh, ever had a uh, right. frog fall from the sky? Um, I it's think wasn't there frogs. a movie. Was there a movie where it rained frogs? Was that Sounds like Magnolia yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I think that happened Exodus. at the end of one of those movies. I think it happened in Exodus. Uh, like fish, frogs are easy targets for updrafts and can be uh, carried and dropped miles and miles away. In one 2009 incident, tadpoles rained down on a town in central Japan. Hmm. How about this? Sharks. In 2012, a shark fell on the 12th tee of a Southern California golf course. That must have been amazing. Uh, course Marshall found it and transported it back to the ocean where it was successfully released. It lived. Witnesses say the shark had puncture wounds and concluded it had been scooped up by a bird. Oh, okay. So it didn't actually rain. Sharks. No. Uh, worms. Whenever it rains, there's a lot of worms on the ground. At least that used to happen up yeah. north all the time. Yeah. Uh, water sprouts thought to be a cause of 120 worms falling in, tang falling in tangled bunches onto a group of students during a gym class. That would be weird. Very. Uh, I would not enjoy that. Very. Mm -hmm. uh, golf balls. We all joke about golf ball sized hail but what about real golf balls that would hurt popular mechanic cited a st petersburg times story that reported dozens and dozens and dozens of golf balls falling on the town of uh, punta gorda is that right yeah, uh, on gorda. the on the gulf coast gulf coast of florida in 1969 water spouts had uh, and an abundance of golf courses were thought to have been behind the strange and Bizarre. And dangerous occurrence. Uh, some cash uh, fall onto a German woman from the sky at one point. Uh, and she actually cash. returned it to police. It That's came bizarre. from the sky. I think it's yours. Yeah, I think so, too. You know? I fully believe that. Spiders uh, came down as well. In 2007, a bunch of them fell on uh, hikers in Argentina. That would be probably <clears throat> the worst day of anyone's life. They also had a mud shower mm. that killed 273,000 people. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, a mud shower that killed... I just said a few okay. spiders fell in a gym class and you fall with 273,000 people dead. <laughs> I made up the 273,000 part. How many died? No. <laughs> it's it's good quality coverage. Yeah, it yeah. was a little bit. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we talked about this yesterday briefly, and it's an interesting <laughs> story. I'm not sure how to feel about it. A girl uh, is, gets her high school um, uh, mm -hmm. yearbook photo, photo taken. And she notices something strange about it. Do we have the photos? Um, you'll notice as you look at the photos, um, one, she looks, I guess, I mean, I, you know, I want to say better, but better. Uh, <laughs> in one of them, and, you know, look, she's. I thought you didn't want to say better. I said, that's why I said, but wow. better. Wow. Okay. But better. All right. Uh, she, she looks but better. She looks but better. Uh, no, she, I mean, you know, look, she looks, she, she does, looks like she's, she's cuter been, in, the, in the right hand picture. She's, right? She, she's been photoshopped. Yeah. Which um, one was the Photoshop? 
the one on the on the left is the one is the Photoshop. The one on the right is, or no, excuse me, the one on the left is a normal picture. The one on the right is the Photoshop. <laughs> they didn't Photoshop yes. her to forget it. Correct. So <laughs> the point here is, I guess the photo the the the, the service that does the yearbooks goes through and cleans up the pictures and decided to make her look maybe a little thinner maybe uh, her you know uh, i don't know you know make her eyebrows a little better shape or something i don't know uh and you know there's a little crease in her chin that's sort of removed and, and things like that and mm. and I, mm-hmm. I guess she's angry about this you know that which is i guess the typical thing to do now is to to complain about when you've been photoshopped Did they do you it bastards just- made me Right. Did they do it just to her? I don't know the answer to that. Um, well, so I was trying to think of, I mean, if they went through and just did it to all the pictures. I of would the guess. They, kids that they, yeah. She claimed, though, if I'm not mistaken, that, well, this is a school that tells us, that teaches us to be comfortable with ourselves and our own skin and just the way we are. Right. So then when she gets the picture taken and it's photoshopped to make her look better than she looks, then she thought, well, that's. That goes against what we've been taught. It does look like they actually did a lot of different... They did this to a lot of people, uh, improved their appearance a little bit, including face smoothing, <clears throat> skin recoloring, lip recoloring, eyebrow smoothing and reshaping, and face thinning. Which, by the way, if someone wants to fa- Photoshop this show every day to make us look we're good with moderately totally, thin, totally, not, totally not even good. good, but just moderately mm-hmm. thin, we're totally fine with that. We actually want it to happen. Mm-hmm. We would pay a lot of money uh, for us to look... Even moderately acceptable on television. Are you kidding me? Um, yeah. We, yeah. we don't, we, and we know that. They don't. They don't teach us at, at our school that we should be happy with our appearance. No, they tell us quite the opposite. <laughs> no, we should not be happy with our appearance. <laughs> I, 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 look, I, I guess <clears throat> the insinuation is you don't look that good. This way, mm-hmm. that, this way, we're going to fix you. But in reality, look, it's it's you, you all put filters on your Instagram pictures. Why do you do that? I don't know. I don't have any Instagram pictures. You know, you're not on Instagram, but Jeffy, you're not on Instagram really either, oh, yeah. are you? I'm glad I'm not following oh, yeah. that account. Is there uh, one but, single uh, social media thing that you don't do? Oh, no, Jeffy's big into this stuff. And he's on them all the time. You want to go to G- at Jeffy man, MRA, man, follow man, Jeffy. Man. He will tweet to you, at you, against your will, 50,000, 60,000 <laughs> times a day. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, you know, you take Instagram, you take a photo, and you can pick any one of their predestined fo- uh, pr- filters, and you can mm-hmm. go and you can adjust them as you want to make them look nice. It really helps your pictures. Like, to uh, to the point of, like, I don't like taking normal photos because you put a filter on it, at least it looks halfway decent. You know, and it's like, why do you do that? You, it's, that's just you Photoshopping your own pictures. That's all that is. Yep. Mm-hmm. And these, this, I guarantee this girl has an Instagram account and constantly puts filters on her own pictures, but yet she complains when the school does it. And I guess, I mean, maybe the school, you, know, you, make, you should make the decision yourself, but I don't think you gave a, a uh, you didn't sign an agreement saying they couldn't Photoshop your pictures. Uh, you know, uh, you know I, I wouldn't be that upset about it. I'd be happy I had a nice-looking photo of myself. Mm. I don't which always none, use of, none of which exist, by the I way. I don't always use those filters, but you know when I do, it's, people say it doesn't even look like me. Jeffy, you always use those filters. You 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 lie a lot, <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Uh, so I mean, I don't know. What do you have a problem with that, Pat? 
No, I, 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 I'm starting to have a problem with people complaining about photos. Yeah, I'm tired of it. It's like, you know what? Just shut up. Don't buy the magazines then. Zip yeah. it. Okay? Yeah. You don't like every model looking like she weighs 12 pounds? Then don't buy the this magazines. The they'll stop wearing, like, they'll, 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 they'll stop photoshopping them. Stop whining about it all the time. I mean, there's a self esteem issue, I suppose. At the right? school, At you the can make school, an argument. An argument. But At this the is school, part of a larger make, movement. You can make a point. It's part of a larger movement. Yes, here. it is. Like, there's a, there's a um, uh, there's some song. You know, some what the hell is it? Oh, it's all about the bass song, right? And you know, here's this all about the bass, yeah, yeah. about the bass, no about trebles, the bass, right? about yeah. the bass, right? No so, trouble, uh, all about the bass. Yes, you don't need to perform it. Um, about the bass, about the bass, all about the bass, about the bass. There's about no the trouble, bass. and there's so no trouble. she uh, uh, informs uh, people that she, uh, you know, doesn't want to be photoshopped, and then and she says that uh, you know she has a, I guess, um, uh, a large uh, booty. Mm -hmm. uh, is the way she describes it. Mm -hmm. uh, however, she says at one point to some other girl, every every inch of you is perfect from the bottom to the top. Meaning, all of everybody, every inch of everybody is perfect from the bottom to the top. What that means is the word perfect has no meaning to it. It, it doesn't mm. mean anything if everyone is perfect. I got news for you, not everybody's perfect. In fact, I can give you an example of three disgusting gentlemen you're watching right now, mm -hmm. none of which are even close to perfect. Yeah, They're where all are they? hideous. Yeah, where are they? Uh, right there. It's like okay. a, a, that's all about debate. About debate. Yeah. About debate. Hey, no trouble. All about no debate. trouble. But the point is, like, you, you, you can't just say that. It, I know it feels good to say that everybody looks perfect and everybody's perfect from the bottom to the top. In reality, they are not. No. They are flawed, and flaws are okay. Everybody's it's, not perfect. But you that's can strive just, to look stupid. better. You yeah. can strive to get in better shape. And you can be happy with the way you and look. You can be happy with the way you look if you want. But and don't act like you're all perfect because you're yeah. not. In fact, yeah. almost no one is. Right. Yeah, outside of the, you know this side of the Victoria's Secret fashion show, there's very few examples of it. Outside of Jeffy, obviously. Well. I mean, Where look, it's all look about the base, about the base. Because I got the debase. boom, boom that all the boy, the girls chase. Mm -hmm. You do have all the the boom, boom that the all the boys chase. Boom, boom. <laughs> that all the, okay, all right. I will say, I, I think I've I've told this story before, but I was listening to um, the you know iTunes top fifty hits channel for uh -huh. some reason, playing with the iTunes radio, and I listened to four or five songs. All of them were about people's asses. Really? They're oh, all, okay. they all are about. Booty, which apparently is now an, again a trendy word, which I think it was a trendy word like eighteen twelve. Yeah, yeah, like it seems like a long time ago that that word was was yeah. the trendy word to use. But it's like they're all about somebody's ass. It's like is that the only thing people can sing about anymore? Like I, I, I like I get that it is a body part, but I, and I'm glad that you think it looks it's good when it's larger, but it doesn't. Yeah, I, and that's a that's I a totally different that's a yeah, different that's argument. An important body uh, part. What's that? Mm -hmm. It's kind of an important body part. I mean, it does it's have a good bodily function. Important body part, anyway. Yeah. Uh, certainly not the part we're talking about. I mean, there are parts of it that 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 you that are utilized in a way that excrete important bodily functions. However, that's not even what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. They're just talking about the cushy, fleshy <laughs> padding. I mean, if you got the beauty, beauty, just raise them up. Get, read the lyrics of the song, Jeffy. <laughs> Jeffy, now here to perform so all crazy. about that bass, Jeff Fisher. Uh, yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size two. 
but I could shake it, shake it like I was supposed to do because mm-hmm. I got that boom, boom that all the boys chase, all the right junk in all the right places. Mm-hmm. I see the magazines working that Photoshop. We know that ain't real. Come on now, make it stop. If you got beauty, beauty, just raise them up because every inch of you is perfect from the bottom to the top. Yeah, this, Talk, it's, yeah it's, we've already refuted that. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Jeffy, go on. No, this is entertaining. I, li- I like. Yeah, this my mama. She told me, "Don't worry about your size." She says, "Boys like a little more booty to hold at night." That's you not know, true. No, that's not true. <laughs> not as accurate as you might that's think. Not, that's not true. Anyway. You know, I won't be no stick figure, silicone Barbie doll. So if that's okay. what you're into, then it go is. ahead, move along. I will. Okay, doll <laughs> and along don't rhyme. Yeah. I, that's not. Those are not two words that rhyme. You can't. That, that, that doesn't work, Jeffy. Because you know I'm all about the bass, about that bass, no treble, and it goes on. It does it does repeat that several times? Can you skip to the next? Uh, I'm bringing booty back. Go ahead, tell them skinny. Other B-B girls, word. hey. B words, yeah. No. I'm just playing. I know you think you're fat, but I'm here to tell you that every inch of you is perfect from the bottom to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mama, she yeah, told me, don't worry about your size. She says, boy, it's like a little more booty to hold out at Mama night. lied. This is awfully mama creepy. Lied. It's very <laughs> creepy. Awfully creepy. <laughs> and it's a lie. So. Any more? Uh, no, I want more. <laughs> Any more, Jeffy? As you know. I don't want to go to commercial yet. I want, right. I want more. I'm all about the bass, and it goes on. It's, uh, she's all about the bass, about mm-hmm. the bass, mm-hmm. no treble, about the bass. For three verses. <laughs> creative. So, I mean, yeah. Somebody came up with a good catchphrase We're there. filling time. Milking it. We're yeah. filling time on that. <laughs> How long does it have to be? Two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. I've got because 18 seconds of lyrics. Because you know I'm all about the bass, about the bass, no treble. Yeah. I'm all about the bass, about the bass. Thank you for that. No treble. About the bass. Now can you dance to it as that we go to break? Beautiful. I want you to give a little dance about, about the bass. Dance I, as we go to commercial. I don't want to do about the bass. As we go to commercial, a little bounce the, about the... I don't want you to twerk either. I ask you to dance. Uh, about the base dance from Jeff Fisher. Go thing, ahead, Jeffy. The only thing I could Here do. Here we go. Jeff Fisher, ladies and gentlemen. All about the base. No trouble. Come on, shake it. Like all you're supposed to. Shake the boom boom or whatever. You know, that the booty. It's all about the booty. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. It is Pat and Stu, and uh, welcome to it. Like I rhyme, just, just like a rap song, just like all about the bass, about the bass, about the bass. What were the two uh, words that did not rhyme? I rhymed it better than they did. Young and uh, young and one or something. No, wasn't that good? Or oh, yeah, like young that. and along. I don't know. Uh, by the way, we have uh, before we go to break or before the end of the show, at least we have the uh, ten strange baby products. Let me go through a few of these, and we have an actual. You, we have one in use. We can show you. Oh, uh, we have the baby snuggie sweater, um, which is that's creepy. It looks oh, like an a- the alien movie. Look at this. Uh, I mean that. That's, ah! that's kind of cool. There's a child coming out of your chest. I like that. That's it's pretty. Cute. It's a cool idea, but it's funny and uh, cute. The Zacky mm-hmm. infant pillow. Do we have a? There we go. Look at that. It's uh, it has creepy hands that hold your child. Do you want strange hands fondling your child? Then buy this product. Uh, no. No, thank you. How about baby butt fan? Okay. What is that? You, okay. you put a fan on the butt. Apparently. Uh, Cools it off. Bizarre. Okay. Uh, the baby keeper bathroom harness. Uh, <laughs> I like that. You're just hanging up your kid like it's a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one a lot. Uh, you got the baby durag. 
Uh, oh, the do-rag, okay. Nah, that's uh, interesting. Uh, I'll just leave that there. Uh, baby mop onesie. Um, this is what we're going to show you that's here in just a, a minute. Idea right so the there. baby that's crawls around idea. and mops the floor. Put them to good use. We'll show you this in just sure. a second. Uh, baby bangs wig headband. Uh, so it looks like it has bags. It's pretty funny. Uh, the windy baby gas reliever. I don't, I don't know what that is, and man, do I not want to know what it is. No. The Nuru pocket baby wearing shirt, okay. which again is the creepy sort it's, of like kid popping out of your clothes yeah, thing. Not a good look. And the food guard infant safety <laughs> helmet, which actually probably has some use for a lot of kids. All right. Um, let's show you the for some adults. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Wonderful World of Sue. We actually tried out the baby mop. Watch. Okay. I'm, I'm watching. Kids are fantastic. They're such little blessings. My daughter Ainsley is growing up far too fast. I love her so much, but I am afraid she's a socialist. She expects everything to be handed to her. She doesn't contribute anything financially to the family. She takes like half of my money. The only difference between my one-year-old and an Occupy Wall Street protester is that my kid understands the economy better. So cherish all those days when your baby can coo and look adorable. Because exploiting them on Facebook to get likes isn't all babies are good for. <laughs> you can put them to work and teach them about capitalism. Like this baby down here, baby Bella. She is ready to contribute to the family chores because she can't say no and throw a tantrum. You see, this baby is wearing the baby mop, which is at once a fashionable onesie and a floor mop. It's the fusion of practicality and adorableness. If you just put your baby on the floor like Bella here, and when she wiggles around and crawls, she cleans the floor. It's genius, really. Gets you out of the work, and it lets them contribute and learn about stuff or something. With a baby mop, you'll teach your baby about strong work ethic early on in their lives. They'll get a great workout and some nice muscle toning while your floors get shiny. And it's a green way to clean no need for wasteful paper towels. Remember, you don't get these days back when you can get away with child labor. So enjoy each minute of the free house cleaning thanks to the Baby Mob. Another great example of capitalism at work. That's just plain practical right there. <laughs> it really is. That's just plain it sure practical. Is. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> 888-727-BECK, 727 beck if you want to do baby. something else that's uh, practical, you can come to my speech on Saturday in Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. Uh, that's where I will be. You going to come? I will coming? say this. I, would love to I will say this, okay? Yeah. I would love to come to your speech. Yeah. I think it's very important to go to your it speech. Is. It is. But I have a separate conference and I cannot attend in Salt Lake City. What? Just like Eric Holder, <laughs> really? I will be in town, but I yeah. cannot attend. I have, no, I have no option. I have to be home Weird. by Sunday. Uh, uh, wow. And, well, uh, my speech is on Saturday. So yeah, I have to be home by Saturday. Saturday at 2 o'clock. Yeah, right. And that's Keynote, the thing is my, my conference is Saturday at 8 o'clock. So huh. what am I going to do? You know, I can't well, you I can come to it, it and then go to We yours. are going to uh, send a lower hmm. level of the staff. Uh, Jeffy will be there. Jeffy, you'll be there? Jeffy will be there. Uh, I'd love to, but I've got a... What do you have? You've got, got a, a... What do you have? Thing, say, got, thing, thing. Got a... Got thing. A, 
thing to thing. do. They all, have a wow. thing. Yeah. yeah, but he just told you to say you have a thing. <laughs> Seriously, give us the details. Uh, I'll be speaking 2 o'clock Saturday afternoon at the Utah Eagle Forum. You can go to utaheagleforum.org. I'm going to be there. Mike Lee, Senator Mike Lee will be nice, there. Nice, nice. Uh, Jason Chaffetz, Chris Stewart, which should be a lot of fun, <laughs> and uh, U.S. Congressman Rob Bishop, among many others. Oh, Tim Ballard from uh, Operation Underground. You're going to be talking well. education there, right? Yes, oh, speaking cool. of education, Saturday at 2. Don't wait to see you. See you there. Oh, well.